RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday night edition. It's the 24th of the month of May, and I'm excited to connect with you guys. Looking forward to checking in and finding out what's going on in your world, as well as talking about the primary subject matter of the evening, which happens to be the sudden panic it appears on behalf of the Federal Reserve to begin speeding up the narrative of needing to roll out a CBDC a lot sooner than probably they anticipated, or are they right on time? So I'm looking forward to sharing my two cents uh, with you guys and also get your take on what's going on, because I think there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we're not being told. That's why there might be more of a need to begin just uh, flooding the airways with talk of a need for a new uh, form of currency. And of course, everything is tied to the fact that uh, the economy is recovering well, but yet there's still more help that needs to be provided for people who are unbanked and speeding up the payment system, all that good stuff. So i got a couple articles I'm going to share with you. Uh, but before I do such, uh, welcome to the live stream. My name is Mike. For the host of those that uh, may not be familiar with the show, welcome. If we have any first-time viewers or anybody new to the community, feel free to let me know in the chat where you're watching from, and I will acknowledge your, acknowledge your presence. And then uh, hopefully when the phone line is open at 313-462-0027, you will give us a ring. Love to hear your voice. So, um, so yeah. So, just to start off, before I get into my normal maintenance, um, this week is it's a it's a holiday weekend, and also it's my birthday weekend. So, uh, typically in prior years, prior to the whole experience we're having in the natural world, I usually t- take this week off or dial back. So, for those that are on the email list, I did not send out uh, the typical full week schedule, just because it'll be day by day, just given. Uh, the activities that uh, that take place in, in my life. And so other than that, uh, celebrate my birthday this week. So uh, looking forward to uh, hopefully connecting with you guys as much as I can and uh, trying to dial back and you know enjoy this current moment of being one year older. So, um, yeah. So for that, if, that, if that's the case, so if, with that being the case, I want to put out there, if anybody wanted to, uh, you know, treat your boy to an ounce of, of weight uh, as a present, that definitely would, would be appreciated. So I just want to throw that out there. I'll never say no to a gift. And uh, so if anybody does has interest in being a blessing uh, beyond your presence tonight, I actually put in the description beneath this video here uh, a couple ways you could do that, whether it be cash at PayPal or whatever. But it's all fine and good if you don't. Appreciate the, the love and hanging out with me. So I'm going to check in via chat real quick, do some maintenance, and then dive into a lot of articles here. And I actually put together a little snippet of a video that I'm going to play uh, so you guys can kind of get an idea. Because all along, Jerome Powell has been dropping nuggets as to where this is headed and why. And I think a lot of us, of course, are aware. But it's just hopefully that you know you guys will be willing to share this information with your family and friends. Pull bits and pieces from this video or grab the article, send it to people. So they'll just be they'll have a chance to be informed because they won't get it from the mainstream news. But anyway, let me check in real quick. We got Frank censored in the building uh, from Brisbane, Australia. How you doing, my friend? We got Jason. We got lost for words. We got Jay. We got dude boy Inglis uh, from BC, Canada. We got uh, no tornado from not, not butcher not forgive me from the NYC. Uh, Bobcat, Brim, Pabar, Jojo, Ravender, Ravender, Jane, JD, uh, what else we got here? Keep moving. We got Dave Buckner checking in from Facebook. How you doing, Dave? Uh, we got Todd Sterling. Okay, fair enough. L Walk in the building. 
uh revander okay oh walk so a fair amount of people here appreciate you guys for tuning in so i don't want to hold you guys up too long i want to give you guys what you came here for which is a chance to connect with amongst the community as well as to get some information and some nuggets behind the scenes as to what's going on and i'll share my sense as to why i believe this is a uh something uh just you know it's it's not surprising because we know it's coming but it's it's it is what it is man it, it, it's here we're here now we're in the midst of the greatest monetary heist in human history and I'm going to show you why that is. I got some graphics I got that I'm going to go back into my archives. But anyway, so let me dive into some homework first. So for those who might be new to the channel, uh, RethinkingTheDollar.com is the home base. I put up articles and videos, you name it. I have free crisis reports. We got medals over there. And for those that might be new to the community, I want to encourage you to scroll down to the bottom where it's the how to unplug from the monetary matrix. I give five Simple, practical steps, awakening, awareness, analyze, act, and then assembling. And the first one is uh, the awakening moment. The moment you realize that there's some things about your currency that you don't know about. And it starts with just a simple 10 question quiz of which the right now the average for the new average newbie is still around 50 percent or so. So that goes to show that a lot of people just don't know the basic things about what they call money or even what they're working for. So hopefully that is a blessing to you. For If you have taken it, feel free to share it with a family friend member. Let them see where they stand as far as their knowledge of the dollar. But also, as I mentioned, uh, for the Patreon gang, we usually meet on Wednesday. This week might not just because, as I mentioned, it's my birthday week, so I'll be celebrating kind of throughout the week or whatnot. And so but typically on Wednesday, we have a little get together. So if you guys are interested in becoming a member of the Patreon gang and hanging out and basically having a chance to co-host with me live off air, feel free to do that. Just uh, donate at any uh, denomination there. And that'll be a blessing to the channel as well as a way to plug you in off air. And then also um, social media tabs is I think it's going to become extremely important within the next 12 months, especially for you to be able for you to connect with all your favorite content creators whoever you watch on a regular basis make sure you find out where they're located at beyond youtube and plug in because there's going to come a day where there's going to be another uh cleaning of house of everything that will be labeled misinformation and anything that contradicts the mainstream narrative will be gone which means youtube might eventually have to boot me too you know if i do a good job but hopefully that's not the case but anyway so we got youtube uh the more important ones join the email list and I'll directly contact you. And then we got the Discord page. And then I want to also mention Instagram. And so that's a way that is a decentralized platform where you can connect and stay uh, stay in tune. Okay. So got the basic house cleaning out the way. Let me dive into some stuff real quick. So um, so based upon the, the today, uh, Brannard, one of the Federal Reserve uh, Board, Board of Governors, uh, basically just gave a nice little spiel in regards to the whole need for uh, really, really began to address the whole idea of the central bank digital currency process, more so because of all the attention that's been given to the decentralized cryptocurrency space. And then also the rush that they feel probably based upon China. But I don't really think it's a rush. Mind you, everything we're hearing from the mainstream media um, is already old news. And it's uh, and it's tilted and it's tainted stories, in a sense, to paint a narrative of they're behind the curve and now they need to get caught up. And so the question would be, why all of a sudden the panic? And so I, my, my hypothesis would be that with the reverse repo activity, uh, which I, you know, which is the underlying debt market, there are some situations happening behind the scenes that are probably imploding as we speak. And so we've touched on it before. I think even on Friday uh, with the Mike and Mario show, uh, uh, we touched on the whole repo aspect as well as all the other issues in the one percent. I appreciate that love offer, my friend. 
is that a, that a birthday present? <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so definitely in the banking sector, something is going on. It's been going on for quite some time. And it's, it'd be, it's quite obvious because you can't lock down an economy that is built upon debt and then expect to re, re to, to have it incrementally restart throughout time and things just pick up where they left off at, even though we were in trouble then with the repo market, which started in September 2019. So the, the, the contagion event in the banking sector has probably gotten worse as more of the commercial banks have taken on major losses due to the lack of payments of mortgages, credit cards, this debt, student loan. I mean, all that stuff labeled as DEBT is imploding right now. And so they need to begin pushing out the narrative of why it's important to get it into our hands. And everything they sell us with is in your best interest because you need this. Okay, I'm going to show you some stuff to let you know that we don't need this and it was already a part of the plan. Okay, so let me start ranting. Okay, so before I start, let me actually just jump in with something different. You know, for those that are tuning in, welcome. Hit that thumbs up button, show your support to the channel real quick. And then I'm going to actually play this uh, little 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 smidge that I put together. And there's a couple things I might stop it amongst the video so you guys can we can talk this through a little bit. But I'm going to play this and just, you know, listen to Mr. Powell as he has been dropping clues all along since the beginning of the whole experience we're having back in last year. And we're going to be learning more about that uh, as we go. But clearly, we're, we're, we're learning that things can be done uh, from remote locations. We're learning that technology can replace people even more than we thought. We're not going back to the same economy. We're, going, we're recovering, but to a different economy. And it'll We're not going back to the same economy. First one, we're going to a new economy. And so with a new economy, oh, probably comes a new method of everything needed to make it run smoothly. Because why the old economy has been killed, has been done away with. So this new economy, according to the way he's about to build up, requires a new payment system. Be one that is more leveraged to technology. And I worry that that is going to make it even more difficult than it was for, for many workers. And China has big plans for this. They intend to seed um, their digital yuan into the global environment by giving it away to visitors at next winter's Olympics. When they arrive at the airport, they're going to get yuan digital wallets. They're going to receive digital yuan. They're going to use it uh, throughout their visits to Beijing, and then they're going to take it back to their own countries. So listen to this. So as of this whole uh, you know China winter games or whatever, they're going to be airdropping a version of their digital yuan into all the people who participate from all around the world. You're going to have all types of athletes coming. I'm not sure what nations, nations dropped out, who's still going or what. But you're going to have all nations, their greatest athletes coming to that country, and they're going to get an airdrop of the digital yuan, and then they get to leave with it. But, of course, that's, that's what they're telling us now. But I know that that's programmable units of debt, in a sense. So they're probably going to have a time limit. So they won't be able to actually save it in their wallet when they get back home. But we'll keep moving. They see this as a huge advantage. Why? Because who controls the underlying protocols, who un controls the underlying standards of the future of money will control the future of money. Is the Fed working on a digital dollar? We are actually evaluating that. Most um, major countries uh, are now looking at, at the possibility of having a digital currency and really asking the question, in our very modern advanced economy with a, with a, a fast, efficient, full-blown payment system, would adding a, uh, a digital currency, a form of digital currency, would it actually benefit 
the public that we serve? That's the question that we're asking. That's the question they're asking. Will it benefit the public they serve? Okay, so let me just piggyback away from that real quick and give you some infographics or some things that kind of plays into why in this new economy, they need a new payment system. And it has a lot to do with the fact that, um, let me, I got some, some visual aids right here. And so here's something I want to share with you guys. So this is a, a visual aid that I put together uh, quite some time ago, but it's very uh, relevant to where we stand. Let me get rid of some things here. Let me make sure I can zoom in a little bit so you guys can see what I see. So for those that are looking at the screen, so the changing forms of America's money. And so as you guys can see, since the creation of the Federal Reserve and well beyond that, they have stolen our property in the form of real gold and silver and have basically left us high and dry with digits. So since the 19 late 60s, 1960s, when the whole computerized system came into play, we've been utilizing electronic currency. And so as I zoom in more, you guys will be able to see what we what, where we actually stand. And so to, to this date, we're approximately 1% or 2% of the total money supply, the total you know monetary base is 1% or 2% is actual physical paper and the other eight, 98 or 99% of the digital dollar, the digital version of dollars are already in circulation. So we already have a digital currency, but unfortunately it's commercial bank led, i.e. through the fact fractional reserve banking system, but yet it's had its course, it's ran its lifespan. Why? Let me go to the next uh, little graphic I got here. And I got some articles. I'm going to get into it. Give me one second. And so here is something worth talking about. And so this is just a part of history. This is just what happens. This is the history of the world reserve currencies. And so we've gone through, you know, approximately 80 years with the Portugal. We went 110 years with Spain, Netherlands, France, Britain, you know, had its run up until 1920, i.e. after the World War One time frame. And then, of course, here we are in the U.S. Uh, we've had our fair lifespan, 110, uh, give or take, you know, 110 plus years of having a chance to have a reserve, world reserve currency. It's ran its course. You know, we've already destroyed the dollar. It is no longer, you know, I got some, I've laid out several reasons why. For those who had a chance to watch the video I did uh, with uh, um, Frank Walker yesterday from uh, Silver Report Uncut, I basically said the primary reason why the reserve currency status of the Federal Reserve note is no longer required is because the Build Back Better agenda basically is going green. And so if we're going green, what do you need the petrodollar for? The petrodollar is being phased out, i.e. we got deals between uh, somebody put in the Discord earlier. I saw that uh, about uh, you know China and Iran doing business directly together, utilizing the digital yuan as well as probably some cryptocurrency, Bitcoin type stuff. And so when you have that type of interaction, that's they, that's all she wrote. The world is trying to go net zero carbon emissions. And then what the point would they use with petrol and that type of fuel? So that right there puts a, you know, it removes the need for the Federal Reserve note in the system. So here we've reached our, we've reached the end of our current reserve status. And I'll zoom in many more for, for guys to see this, for people to see this. But we reached the end of our monetary reserve status. And what's next? That's what we're going to find out. It has it could be a variety of things, but yet it will not be based upon a, de a debt denominated instrument that originates from the Federal Reserve System if they have their way. And so I think a lot of this panic behind the scenes is the central bank Federal Reserve getting um, a little antsy because they want to have something ready to be in your possession. And so that paper that they're supposed to be that white paper that they're supposed to release in this summer. Don't be surprised if it comes sooner, because between now, 
in June with the whole Basel three situation. That's a European event that could trigger over here when it comes, you know, time to, you know, sh you know, show what's in your vaults or not. And to get physical, that could be a problem in the banking sector because the bullion banks are definitely short every damn thing. They didn't lie to everybody. Everybody got artificial, you know, products. If you ain't got it in your possession, more than likely. But we're going to have also the banking system. And this uh, the, the, the this summer, I think the moratoriums and mortgage and all the four bands, so all stuff is going to come up and the repo market, the bond debt market is just a complete mess. So you sprinkle all that together, you you know, one way or another, something's going to give. And I think they are like, hey, we got to have something ready to go so that people can have access and we can still control this narrative of we're in control. Because think about this. And this is just me going beyond a little rant. But if the Federal Reserve, if they don't unleash the CBDC in a way that works or there's glitches. And I, as I mentioned before, my personal opinion, the CBDC, and I even got an article here where, uh, let me see, they are working. They've already partnered with. They've already partnered with MIT. We've mentioned this before, but they partnered with MIT. They already got two, pro, you know, two pr pr potential, you know, protocols that they're going to experiment with. So they've already been using it. There's no doubt in my mind. The CBDCs have been used by the banking sector. They have already tested it. They probably even got some involved in the higher up in the banking sector to to work with it to make sure it works. And that has a lot to do with the fact that, as we, you know, Brian, the banker, from, I think two years ago, one of the community members that called in who works for a, a pretty large bank had mentioned that you know hey mike you know they are they're, they're moving in lots of servers into our bank into you know i'm seeing servers being brought in like never before hinting at the fact that they were bracing for and preparing for the crypto adoption you know merger as well as a stable coin adoption side of things you know well before now and so they're not just going to haphazardly roll out you know a central bank digital currency on the whim it's already operational it's already running it's in their possession we don't know what it is these people up here playing dumb, like, you know, most people, unfortunately, are uninformed. So you can say they're not the greatest, not the smartest, but they just don't, you know, people think they're, they've been sold the narrative. We're going back to normal and it's no normal. He just said we're entering into a new economy. So for those that are tuning in, I was, I started off by paint, playing a little video here and I'll actually put it back up here asking, we're working because very it's hard because it's Jerome now Powell talking at, about at the possibility how they're of doing it for your best having a digital currency and really asking the question in our very modern advanced economy with a with a, a fast efficient full-blown payment system would adding a, a a digital currency a form of digital currency would it actually benefit the public that we serve that's the question that we're asking we're working very hard you? on that we're also doing quite a lot of technological experiment I mean technology has made this technological experiments what exactly is he talking about mm, i wonder what do they have planned that they have not already finished and they're just trying to make it seem like oh, oh, oh we're working on a few things behind the scenes oh okay there's one thing he said in here that i'm gonna move on from something else but it's one thing he said in here that i think you guys gotta hear it's a possible thing and so we feel it's our obligation to understand it how would it work what would the features of it be there are many subtle and difficult policy choices and design choices that you'd have to make. We're doing all that work. We have not made a decision to do this because, again, the question is, will this benefit the people that we serve? And we need to answer that question well. And we need to involve the public and Congress deeply in that process because it would be an important step if we were to do this. So it would be an important step. So we actually missed the part I wanted to get to. But let me keep moving right along and then I'm going to open up the phone lines, get some questions and get some thoughts. So let me keep moving along to the article. So here's something I want to bring up. This is the this is the leading article of the evening. And it happens to do, as it says here, Feds Leo Brannert pushes digital dollar as central bank currency race heats up. So that's what they're telling us as it heats up. 
mind you. It's already complete. They just need to paint that narrative of like we're working in your best interest ahead of time. So I have highlighted a few things here worth mentioning, just some of the talking points that they're using to sell us, the American people on. It says providing financial services to the nearly 1.5 and Americans considered the underbanked. So basically people and they use the idea that last year because of the crisis, when everything locked down, they couldn't get payments out fast enough because I think 15 to 20 percent of the population don't have bank accounts. So they had to go through snail mail and sign up to the IRS pay us now platform. That's obviously we got to do better than that. We got to make sure we can get people funds right away, yada, yada, yada. And so she talks about also side of the safety of a fed back system, as well as improvements in efficiency and cross border payments or transaction between people in different countries. So basically, you know, they're being able to connect a system to where it's something that can connect with other governments. So that's the whole interoperability of, of payment networks, which is going to be down the line. And it says the current pandemic strengthened the need for this type of system. And it says here, the Federal Reserve remains committed to ensuring that the public you have access to safe, reliable, secure means of payment, including cash. And so I've mentioned this several times now, but they they roll in the word including cash at the end of all their statements, which to me lets me know where 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 cash stands in their overall plan. Because think about this. If the true events that's occurring right now in the banking system that's behind the scenes, stuff we don't know about, but just look at the how the, the reverse repo market is basically they're, they're oversubscribed. Like I think I think uh, Tony B put in the chat today about three hundred and ninety five billion dollars type of a deal. You know, now that's some pretty serious cash. So what's going on, people? That's what we need to worry about. That's what that's that's what's causing all this sudden need to speed things up, I believe. But here's the thing. If it is a banking contagion is going on right now, they're trying to keep the plumbing from bursting. They need to make sure that there's something as an option so that if there is a complete bank meltdown in the midst of this and they're not ready, people will run to the bank like never before in fear of their accounts being locked up, frozen or not having access to their accounts, i.e. bank runs and trying to get out cash. And if people get out cash, it will hinder them being able to provide that, as they say here, reliable, secure means of payment, including cash. So cash is supposed to be on a back burner because people need the convenience of having something touchless, tapless and all the other stuff in their possession. A couple more things here and I'll stop ranting. It says when Congress began sending relief payments as an outset, some individuals didn't get their weeks for weeks, whatever I mentioned that in the United States, the pandemic led to an uh, acceleration of the migration to digital payments, as well as the increased demand for cash. So once again, another statement where this whole pandemic, according to what she's what she's telling us, led to an acceleration in the migration of digital payments. Could it be that all the Visa, MasterCard, all the, you know, the, the digital tech companies were pushed to use their service, Square Pay, Square Cat. I mean, all them places, you tap this because you, you're contactless. You don't want to be in contact with nobody. Stay six feet away. Just stick your card out and tap the screen. You're good to go. Could it be that all played into it as well? I'm not sure people really wanted that other than the fact that they created this event that led to these type of behaviors. It says, while the use of cash spiked at certain times, there was a pronounced shift by consumers and business to contactless transactions. So even though cash was being used, there was a shift. So all these buzzwords, there was a shift basically trying to sell us on the fact that going cashless is probably baked into the cake. And it's going to be something that people will be willing to do because they have all these options. They have all these options of using contactless payments and things like that. OK, I'll keep moving. Here's another article here. 
uh, that talks about uh, this came from a discord as well. It says Federal Reserve to partner with MIT in testing a central bank digital currency. As I mentioned, they already got two prototypes. But here's some things here that talks about unlike central bank fiat currency, stable coins. This is her quoted. Do not have legal tender status. If widely adopted, stable coins could serve as the basis of an alternative payment system oriented around new private forms of money. There's a risk that the widespread use of private monies for consumer payments could fragment parts of the U.S. payment system in ways that impose burdens and raise costs for households and business. So once again, they're saying that alternatives like, you know, the whole idea of having alternative private monies, private monies meaning the decentralized stuff, you know, they don't want that stuff. So that could cause burdens and raise costs for households if people got involved in that stuff. So this just plays into the idea how they're going to eventually roll out a stable coin version and somehow they're going to over time merge the stable coins that are already in existence, which are backed by Federal Reserve notes into the new payment system somehow, some way in the near future. And then nothing is new. Digital dollar and a digital wallet bill services. This was last year in 2020, and this has to do with using the post office. So we talked about this before, but the Banking for All Act, according to this legislation, if it was signed last year by January 1st of this current year, they were supposed to have everybody with access to a digital version wallet in their cell phone. But yet that's the framework that's already laid out. So will it come this spring, this summer? You know, we'll see. And then on a lighter note, on a lighter note, this is some good news for my parents out there that want to get your kids in the Wall Street casino. It says now teenagers can trade stocks with Fidelity's new youth gambling accounts. You see, I, I added in the gambling aspect just because at this current moment, you know, letting your kid. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to keep my personal opinions to myself. But given the fact that stock markets, unless you're an active day to day trader, putting funds into something that's already extremely overpriced when all the billionaires have already basically bailed and got out. Uh, yeah, I don't think that'd be good for your children. That's just me. And then here we got China's digital yuan not designed to replace the U.S. dollar, a former central banker governor said. And so here's the thing. And this is the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this article. The digital yuan does not need to replace the Federal Reserve note because based upon the activities of the central bank government, 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 they're going to implode the system themselves. So you don't need. So China doesn't even need to have it to even do anything. You just sit back and just let the Federal Reserve and the Biden, you know, pretender in chief do what he do, as well as all his other you know, colleagues with this now one point seven, nine trillion, whatever the trillion is going to be coming. Just let them continue to do what they do. They're going to implode the system. So you don't need to really replace the dollar. People will run to the digital yuan because. All China has to do is continue to do what they do, build out the Belt and Road Initiative infrastructure, continue to spend their Federal Reserve notes, Treasury debt units in Africa and everywhere else to build up real tangible assets that are that will be ready to produce for you when everybody runs from <laughs> U.S. liabilities into they, they go. So the world, because China is a manufacturing hub on the planet, and this is not something I'm like happy to say or proud of, but. This whole globalist agenda for the last 50, 60 years has been to intentionally hollow out the American manufacturing base to where we don't produce much of substance here. And so everything has been transferred over. And so it's been done intentionally for this particular transition. And for those that are just tuning in, if I go back to one of the visual aids I got here, it basically just says how no reserve currency lasts forever. You know, it's just everything has a lifespan to it. And so up here, 
we've been working on 100 years, give or take, of having a position, almost 100 years of having a position of being able to export debt and import real tangible items. And everything runs its course. Now, what's next? You know, SDR, digital, like, you know, my man Frank Walker yesterday mentioned the SDR basket type stuff. I think that's going to be a reliable option. But yet, whatever it is, is going to be digital in nature. But they're going to have to establish confidence again. So that's why gold will for sure be in the equation. Hence the whole Basel three and the need for them to continue to make sure that nations get their weight up. And so the people have not been as focused on getting their weight up because there are so many digital distractions that have got, you know, taken the attention of a, of a lot of people. But everything runs its course. And I think we are pretty much at the this 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 time frame we're in now is that will mark the end of the current status of the dollars of reserve currency. And why is that? It's simply the Federal Reserve note no longer offers anything of substance outside of being able to spend right now, earn it, spend it. This is all my opinion. Earn it, spend it. You can't really save it because they're intentionally shooting for asset price inflations by distorting the actual supply of goods and services and holding back goods and stuff like that. So um, this is kind of where we at, people. This is where we at now. And uh, this is, uh, you know, the day of reckoning for America. But there's good news to this is because if you're watching, you're tuned in, you already knew this. Now you just probably need a little tune up, a little refresher of what is happening. But you've always known all along all the things around me where we're at. Like everything is done on this side here. This whole extras pyramid here. The riskiest assets are at the top. Digital products all the way down. Until you get to this tangible tip, this tip right here, which you can't see because it it's not there, but it says silver. Then you got gold and everything else above that is your risk. It's, it's your liability that you are responsible for, especially if you know better. That's why you should get your weight up, people. But anyway, let's talk. Give me a call. I am curious to hear what's going on. I rambled about a lot of things, but I had to air it out. And uh, for those that are tuning in, as I mentioned, I'm getting in here late. I'm coming in because I want to connect. Let's uh, get somebody on air. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? This is Pat from Alabama. How you doing? I'm doing good, Pat. How you doing, my friend? Give me a quick thought. What's going on with you? Well, I'm shocked, utterly shocked. I said uh, legalized pot by Fourth uh, of July. Uh -huh. Alabama has legal marijuana for medical purposes only now, just for medicinal purposes. <laughs> and I'm utterly shocked. Uh-huh. A matter of fact, I went to my local head shop uh -huh. and I wrote this down. They are no longer a local head shop. They are a medical apparatus dispensary shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it happened sooner than you were uh anticipating, huh? So so I, I guess I mean yeah. yeah, so so when 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 will it happen nationwide would be the question. What do you think is what do you think they're gonna announce that? I think they're gonna lay down all their uh, stuff they got going on in the White House that they aren't going to do anyway. Yeah. And uh, both legalize marijuana and they are fools and stupid if they don't do it before the 4th of July. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So between now and then, that's another month and about a week or two. So yeah, we're going to have a lot of fireworks between now and then. So that could be just one yeah. way of exciting people, but uh, you know, we'll calming people down. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but hey, man, I appreciate you calling in, my friend. <laughs> okay, y'all have fun. Be good. Bye. Bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. 
good stuff. Appreciate you guys for checking in, checking in, checking in. Yeah. So give me a call. Phone lines are open. Give me a quick thought. What's on your mind? Share your thoughts on any of this CBDC stuff or the crypto, you know, you know, nightmare of the past weekend. I got a, I got some great infographics I put together. I'm going to do something tomorrow if I can. Just show you guys my thoughts as to how, you know, everything is right on time. Everything is right where it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, we're being transitioned to the same system, just at a different, uh, different, it, 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 just at a different level. And they're including, they're allowing some people to come along for the ride for the short term. Then the question will be, what happens when they cut the lights off? You know what I'm saying? That's going to be interesting. So I'll, I got some interesting thoughts I want to share with you on that. But anyway, give me a call, man. So as I mentioned, this weekend, you know, I'm celebrating. This is my birthday week. I, I do the whole week. And so it's uh, something I'm looking forward to just to be able to hang out through all this week. So I didn't I didn't set a schedule to, you know, of my full week because it's going to be hit or miss. And so I want to connect tonight. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, Tim, Colorado. Happy birthday week. Thank you, my man. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I just wanted to say I just agree with everything you're saying, and you're right on point. Appreciate you, my and good man. you got great callers, and I haven't really got anything to offer because you're right there. So <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate brother. you. Thank you, my man. Thanks for calling okay. in. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Tim from Colorado, man. Yeah. So if we have any any new viewers out there, any new viewers out there, feel free to chime in. And it, it's it's the people show. The goal is to have people in the audience who are experiencing real world. What are you seeing out there? Give us a call. Inform us. The only way we can stay plugged in to what's going on around us is that people who know and see and whatever your expertise is, feel free to chime in and help us all, you know, increase our knowledge base a little bit. And I'll check in via chat real quick. And um, go from there. Let's see what we got here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is uh, Edmund calling from New York City. Edmund, how you doing, my man? I'm doing very well, man. Uh, happy birthday. I was wondering if Appreciate I could you. ask you a question about silver. It doesn't yeah. seem to be the subject. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so they they call it an industrial metal. And uh, I always wonder, you know, if, if this collapse that's coming just destroys industries altogether, how is that going to affect the price of silver <sighs> it'll probably affect it uh as far as the spot price i think but yet the, the 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 most important role of silver moving forward because of this silver bets movement on all this stuff like that i think still the price of silver might drop in the paper game but physically face you know like hand to hand that going to a coin shop whatever i doubt they will be able to afford letting it go at whatever the spot price might be. So say, for example, there's another March 20th, it goes to $11. I don't think your local bullion shop will be willing to sell it to you for, you know, a dollar or two over a spot because they bought it already at 27, 28. So no matter what, they're going to definitely keep it at the price they paid for it. And then they're going to have to probably add two or three more because there will be a definite demand because a lot of people will probably come thinking it's going to be on sale, but they ain't going to be able to get it for that price. So, the paper game can drop, but the physical game will not, if that helps. So, yeah, so that's demand, like, increasing and supply gets decreasing, so that'll be able uh, correct, uh, correct. cause prices to rise. Okay, man, that's all I have. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Appreciate the question, my friend. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, given, especially as I, as I was describing earlier, there's so many events that's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. You know, most people right now focus on the things that – are obvious and right in front of them. We like we know, you know, for the, we, you know we have a, a nice heavy presence of crypto people here. So everybody was probably you know buying the dip stuff like that. 
but that dip, I got my I got my reasons why that dip was. And you may not like it. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? Mike, calling from Oakland. How you doing? Man? CB, doing good, my man. How you doing? Happy birthday, man. All week. Appreciate you, my man. What's going on with you? Uh man, I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Okay. But uh, not many people know that the sun had an outburst of plasma uh, a couple of days ago. Ooh. And it's okay. it hit the earth. Um, it was forward facing it, so it, it actually hit. It's a direct hit to our uh, our, uh, our our system, and uh-huh. um, it's supposed to hit somewhere around eleven o'clock my time. So it, it, it it'd be two o'clock your time. Uh-huh. So I just want to make everybody aware that if the computers go down, don't start freaking out. Uh-huh. Uh, eyes open, no fear. So so give me so I you know once again I don't pay attention to too many events, but. Uh, let me. I actually let me see. Is this a recent article? I'm not sure. This is recent, but it, excuse me. This event that you're referring to. This happened like when, like you know, yesterday, two days ago. And I mean, it takes time to get here. Or give me the give me the full scoop. Yep. I'm not familiar with it. Well, we're going through a, a solar a grand solar minimum, right? Um, but with the sun, and um, they they have coronal holes in the sun, mm-hmm. which uh, sends the, the the wind forces. Mm-hmm. Um, towards earth if it's direct facing yeah and then sometimes the sun sparks off uh, we're connected with sun mm-hmm. just in case nobody knew about that right uh, it, 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 you know how it takes a negative and a positive in order to in order to get that spark uh-huh well there the sun doesn't have a polar opposite so it just ejects what it can't have as a, a polar opposite and sometimes it, it's it's not earth facing sometimes it's not Sometimes it is earth-facing, and it's just uh, um, with this one, it's so many. It's like three bursts at one time. Mm-hmm. So that takes, at the minimum, two days to get here. Yeah. So it happened a, 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 a day or two ago, and it's heading here, and it should hit here tomorrow. Mm. Uh, and, and our solar field uh, that, that surrounds us, the electric solar field, that uh, magnetic solar field, I should say, mm-hmm. that surrounds us is weakening because we don't have that magnetic pull that the sun usually has mm-hmm. in order to keep us afloat. Ooh, okay. So uh, I was just reading the article as you was talking, and it mentioned about uh, uh, GPS systems and uh, the electromagnetic negative pulses, uh, you know, affecting telecommunications and whatnot. So uh, that's the real deal, man. So yeah, yeah we could we could actually go dark. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's, it, it would not be uh, surprising to the people that study the science of the sun. That's one thing our scientists don't do is study the sun, mm-hmm. but they blame everything that the sun causes on man. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we, we need to look we need to look to what our strength is. Um, and, and that sun, if you, you take it out of the sky, mm-hmm. uh, what, where would your strength be? You, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, it's, it's, a, it's a wrap. You, there's nothing going on after that, man. Well, um, yeah, I appreciate you for giving us the rundown on that, man. Thank you for calling and sharing that because I wasn't really too in tune to that one. I'm going to give you a website, uh, BP Earthwatch. Okay, give me one second. Say B- no, no, BP. BP Earthwatch. Uh, there's a couple of them I listen to, but he, he breaks it down pretty good. All right. Uh, B- BP, the letter B and P, Earthwatch. Okay, I see it here. Earthwatch. Okay. All right. All right, good deal, my man. Thank you. Yeah, we got. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Okay, people. So that is the real deal there. There could be some real stuff heading our way. 
um, yeah, so it is what it is, man. There's nothing we can do about it, but other than just, you know, stay prayed up and trust the Lord is going to make sure everything's all right. We keep moving. As long as the earth still stands, we got air in our bodies. We got to keep pressing forward, man. Herbert, appreciate that love offering. Says, hola, Mike, did you hear the Hedera HBAR and SpaceX? And did you ever look into Hedera HBAR facilitating payment transactions for CBDCs? Yes, I am familiar with HBAR. I uh, haven't really dived much into it. Um, I've been watching for a while. I know the first couple of years they came out, it was not a, something that the public wasn't available to the public yet. But I said, I guess to make it more of a user friendly, you know, for the people type of coin, they actually opened up for uh, funding for the public, which, you know, lets me know that, you know, their initial intention was probably to have government approvals for them to use. But it's definitely a much different blockchain than anything else out there. So it's. It's, it's not going anywhere. It's one of a kind. So, but I did not know about the SpaceX. So, thank you for bringing that to our attention. And I got to actually look that up and find out what else is going on. Okay, people, just keep moving, man. I appreciate everybody for chiming in. Let me know what's going on in, on in the chat, and uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, let me see here. Tico says, "Alaska Prepper didn't think you lived in Florida or something." <laughs> Who's that? How can I? How can I get silver? Is that the question? Days to come. Uh, if that is a question, I would recommend, depending on where you're at, if you're in an area where you can, Alaska Prepper, how you doing, my man? <laughs> Long time no see. We got to get we got to get together, man. Got to have you on the show or something. Appreciate you for joining the chat, my friend. Uh, I would recommend that you ch check with your local coin shops, or you know, ask around if you know somebody directly involved in the, in the bullion deal uh, building business for somebody you can trust. That'd, that'd be the best way. Online is cool, but the premium is going to be a little high. English says, do you think Elon Musk is out of favor with the big boys? Um, that is a great question. I don't think he's out of favor with the big boys. I think he's doing their dirty work uh, on the sly, meaning that, you know, by Elon Musk being now the label, the richest man on the planet, it's because he's been favored by the governments as well as all the privatization of his, you know, the money he's been receiving from everybody for his technology. But I, I think that uh, he's doing their work for them. So by him doing all this jarring with Do Dogecoin, that's probably him being a little personal, getting out of pocket. But with the whole Bitcoin and noise, that, you know, and of course, today I saw in the chat somebody put uh, in the discourse, somebody put that he Elon is tweeting about uh, trying to work with the miners on making them more energy efficient so that uh, they can consume less energy on the planet and stuff like that. And so. It, it, now, here's the thing here. This is where tomorrow I got a nice video, some nice infographics I'm going to share with you on my, you know, with this whole Bitcoin narrative, because as I mentioned, Bitcoin is no longer the Bitcoin it was, you know, five, six years ago, prior to the last book, not book, last rally. And it's turned into institutional coin. And I, and I have you know evidence of that. And it should be concerning because we run the risk of this entity here ending up in the same hands that control this current system right here. And that's very dangerous. And people... Don't care because if you got some little smidgen of a coin, you want your coin to go to the moon. You you're willing to go around. You're willing to go along for the ride with the bankers, knowing that they're gonna kick you out the car at some point and you're gonna lose everything more than likely. But we'll touch on that tomorrow. Hello, Carl. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is uh, Casey from Fort Worth. Casey, how you doing, my man? Give me some quick thoughts. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I just got on YouTube. And I seen your your channel was live stream, so I just seen it. And um, yeah, I just seen today how the um. I was on reading Zero Hedge how how the repo market is is is, is bad. And mm -hmm. I know the fifth worst um, fifth worst repo market day was a couple of days ago. Yeah, what do you think is going on? They, they they said that they're running out of room. They don't know what to do with the. They don't know where to put the rest of the money at. So where 
What do you think is going to happen with all this? Ah, man. Whew. The, the repo <laughs> crisis is, to me, even like on Friday with Mario talking about it, it's a, to me, it's an extremely complicated subject matter. So I'm not too technical to know the ins and outs of how it operates. But all I know, it's the government debt. And the government debt is not something that's going to be reliable moving forward. So whatever they try to unload it, get rid of it, whatever they got to do, it's going to fail. So it's just a matter of can they buy time. And I kind of start off this tonight's show talking about how because of the unknowns in the repo market and there's something happening in the banking sector that's causing a contagion style event, which is why the narrative now is speeding up on the CBDC stuff. So my personal opinion is that. The banking situation will probably happen sooner than the Federal Reserve probably planned. So they need to speed this thing up now. So my personal opinion is that I don't mess with bonds. You know, I, you know, I don't mess with bonds anyway. So I'm not too, you know, gun ho about that. But it's no longer the reserve currency. We're no longer working with that. So that's just my little, you know, little two cents on that, my friend. What do you, what are you feeling? When the coronavirus just came out, yeah, I, I personally believe the coronavirus on stuff was a cover. Mm-hmm. I think whenever all the, the, the stuff, whenever everything went downhill last February, March, mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily the government shut, shutting the economy down. That was uh, that was just a cover for the repo market. So yeah. if the repo market is getting even worse yeah. today yeah. than it was back then. Yeah, then I think uh, I think I don't know. I, I, I kind of think to myself that it's, like you said, I'm not. Like I'm like I'm I'm not very sad with this repo market. I don't understand that much, but yeah, I think this was going to be this was going to be the bail in. Yeah, and, uh, and who knows, man? Who right, knows? right. And I remember talking about this in 2019. And, you know, even I think I had Lynette Zane on the show at that time and we were talking about, you know, the whole LIBOR situation. And so you factor in LIBOR rates sets the benchmark for all debt instruments on the planet. When that when that whole event occurred with that scandal and they dismantled and everybody got their own version of a, a debt pricing mechanism that right there caused that initial outburst because banks don't trust banks no more. And when you got all these losses just piling on to these banks balance sheets. You know, because you got all this stuff not being repaid and just the forbearances and mortgage. I mean, everything, all the debt is imploding at the right time to where they're trying to usher us into a new system. Like I played a video earlier, if you weren't on, on the show about Jerome Powell saying we're going into a new economy. We're going to have a new payment system. And then he ended off by saying we need to do a, a, a new version for the you, the people referring to the CBDC. So. Yeah, everything is planned precisely. Now it's just a matter are they losing control and how can we avoid as less loss as possible? And that's why it's my personal opinion all along. The more you have tangible wealth in your possession, the less dependent you are on future promises through all those financial products, the less risk and the less exposure you have of, of losing your hard earned work, man. But appreciate you calling, my man. Thanks for calling and checking in with us. Thank you, sir. Yeah, be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. So getting ready to dial back. Let me acknowledge uh, King D, man. I appreciate you for that happy birthday uh, blessing there, my friend. Thank you for, um, you know, being a blessing as always, man. So getting ready to dial back, people. It was a good evening. Definitely appreciate everybody for checking in with me. Uh, Last good prep, we got to check up. We got to check catch up, man. I'm reach out to you. Uh, other than that, people, it's been great hanging out. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, it's my birthday week, so it's going to be day-to-day, depending on my activities, because I'm trying to celebrate and just thank God for another year above ground. A lot of people, unfortunately, you know, didn't have a chance to do that, but I'm going to take advantage of it in this current environment while it is still somewhat normal. 
as best I can. So I uh, appreciate it very much for hanging out. And uh, let me uh, just sign off by, you know, acknowledging a couple of people for tuning in with us. We got uh, in the chat real quick. I mean, we got to uh, see a lot of new names out there that I'm not familiar with. So once again, it's the People's Talk Show. So it's designed for you to call in and let your voice be heard or the community right there. Feel free to hang out. But I want to make sure we're going to have the after party. We're going over the discord. So for those that uh, want to hang out beyond this, this show, I will encourage you to click the social media tab beneath this video here and then scroll down to the discord tab and definitely the telegram tab become a member of the community share articles videos from your favorite commentators or whatnot and um that's a good way of uh you know staying connected throughout the day because all the articles i grab usually come from you guys so that's how we stay connected and then also want to make sure you guys are aware of the rtd get your weight up coin it wouldn't be a party unless you can get your weight up so here you have here the limited editions get your weight up round feel free if you want limited edition these are unique collector's pieces one of a kind no one coin, no other coin is like the other because they're hand poured and hand stamped. So if you guys are interested, the link for that is down below as well. And uh, that's how it's your roll, people. Uh, let me see. Here. Alaska Prepper. I appreciate that bl blessing, my friend. Happy birthday, Michael. May the Lord bless you with many more. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you for your blessing and support as well as, you know, hanging out with us, man. Looking forward to connecting with you again real soon, buddy. All right, people, that is all she wrote for tonight. Uh, be blessed, be safe. Appreciate you for all you do. And as I mentioned, for those that, uh, for, for those, as I started off, you know, if you wanted to just, you know, be a blessing to your boy and, and bless your boy with an ounce of silver type price, you know what I'm saying? I'll put some links down below, beneath this video here if you guys would, would like to be a blessing of that magnitude. But thank you for all those who have been a blessing. Appreciate you. Be blessed, be safe. And I will see you tomorrow. Oh, I got a nice little video upload tomorrow for you guys. So be blessed, be safe. See you guys later. Peace.